a new unit tackling the rise in carjacking. In 2022, investigators say there's been at least 1,000 carjackings, and Philadelphia District Attorney Larry Krasner says most of them are connected to gun violence. And there is an incredibly close connection between carjacking and car theft and shootings. We are seeing more and more and more that when there is a fatal shooting or a non-fatal shooting, it is done in a car. NBC Philadelphia reports the carjacking enforcement unit will focus on the prosecution of people accused of violent carjackings. Uh -huh and prayers go out to him and his family and, and his friends and certainly our, our work family. The Fulton County Sheriff's Office is offering $30,000 for information leading to the arrest of the person or persons who shot and killed Black Deputy James Thomas. Signed a $1.7 trillion spending bill keeping the government operating through the end of September 2023. Although there are dozens of provisions in the agreement, some things of note for black and brown communities include a $500 increase in the maximum size of Pell Grants for low-income college students and a $100 million increase in block grants to states for substance abuse prevention. A viral online post showed a Las Vegas Black Burger King employee named Kevin Ford being thankful after managers gave him a gift bag for working 27 years without missing a day. People who saw it began donating money to a GoFundMe account started by his daughter to buy a plane ticket to visit family. They all were reunited on the Today Show, and after that, donations poured in, totaling around $389,000. show with the topics and the shit you think about every day it's media suicide with your host eric jackson you woke up today how are you good morning give yourself a round of applause yeah You did it. Another day that you uh, woke up. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It is now January the 3rd, 2023. 2-2-3. <laughs> My producer always looks at me with this uh, funny look. <laughs> he always looks at it is New Year's. <laughs> Paper together here. What we got? What we got? So I wanna I wanna say something to you, family. Uh I am about to turn fifty-six. Fifty-six years old. February the 12th. And in my lifetime, I've had, I can count on one hand about three encounters with the police. Three. 
The first one I was young. I used to race cars. I used to hang out there. I was young. I was in my 20s, about 22, 21, 23. And I used to go in Detroit. We would race on Claremont and 12th Street. I don't know if anybody remembers that. You see, back in the day, you had uh, these, what was called bragging rights. It was very serious. And you wouldn't believe the cars their brothers got in Detroit. There was some real street muscle out there. Uh, we had a um, 72 hatchback five-speed Mustang. And I've received speeding tickets. I did. Now, when the police pulled me over, I didn't do anything stupid. I would place both hands on the wheel like I was taught. And I would sit there. And whatever he said, in some cases, and most of the cases, I admitted to what I did. I got pulled over for running a yellow light one time. And in each of those encounters, even with the uh, other police uh, divisions in other cities, when I got pulled over, Dearborn, I told him, I said, it's my fault. I did that. And do you know, a lot of those times, they let me off the hook. They wrote the ticket because, of course, you know, they got to make the money, right, for the court. That's how it goes. Even if they let you off, they're still going to write you a ticket. Well, if it's $25 or whatever it is, they're going to write the ticket. Okay. But I rather have that than to have the points and all the trouble that comes with getting pulled over with the police. As we see today with all this violence between African-Americans and the police. However, however, I never got in a whole lot of serious trouble with the police because I knew how to act. I knew how to act. Now, I'm not saying there's no racist cop out there because I ran into one. I ran into one who told me to my face, we don't want y'all out here anyway. This was the Warren Police Department. Yes, I put that on blast. Okay. So what I'm saying to you is that one thing you don't do is shoot at the cops. We recently had a story, a young man, uh, apparently I guess he had, uh, was let out of jail. Uh, Warren police, uh, there's a chase ensues and uh, the guy gets out, starts firing at the police. Now, that's a no-no. There's two things. There's something seriously wrong with you or you are really trying to commit suicide. 
you are really trying to commit suicide because once you draw your weapon on an officer, how many cars are going to be surrounding you? How many officers are going to jump out and raise their weapon to you? They didn't shoot him. Thank goodness. Because you know what's going to happen. If they would have shot him, oh my God, it would have been an uproar. Oh, it would have been, oh, they killed another black man. Oh, ah, they killed another black man. He didn't do nothing. He, he didn't do anything. He didn't do nothing. Uh, handle them. He would have been dead this morning. And I'm proud of the officers for that because, you know, it's just. It's just, you know, I've, I've done security. I've done security and these young kids have no respect for authority. To the point where you really have to tell them, you know, you got to really get at them, but then you got to be careful to make sure they don't point a weapon at you. Hence, hence the trouble with the gun laws here in Michigan, but I'm not going to go into that because me personally, I feel like we should start open carrying. Okay. If you think about the West. <laughs> or the, you know, the West uh, back in the day. Uh, everybody open carried and uh, you knew what to expect if you decided to uh, uh, <clears throat> do something stupid. Uh, he's going to draw on you. You're going to draw on him. OK, no one wants to die. Especially like that. OK, but I'm not going to go off into the gun laws. I want to hop back on this police situation. I'm so proud of them. They, their hands were tied because they knew if they would have shot the guy because he ran, he fled. But I'm pretty sure they had to drop on him. But they didn't do it because it's too much media. It's too much media in our lives. There, it's just too much. Everybody is, is just is snitching and telling. And it's just fucking too much. I knew how to act. I didn't act belligerent. I didn't act attitude-ish. I didn't... I would always tell the cops, yeah, it's my fault. I ran in like I was in a rush, you know, or so-and-so. And most of the times, if you're cool with the cops, they will let you go. Like I said, they're going to write the ticket because they pulled you over. The camera's running. They have to write the ticket, whatever, you know, cops got to pay their bills. Uh, and then there's money for the courts. But I, like I said, I never got in trouble with, with the police like that. And I am turning 56. And guess what? I have no plans on doing it. Why? Because I know how to stay my ass home and get off the streets. You see all these cats that's getting in trouble. They're outside. They're in the streets. Just looking for something to get into. Or in some cases, it could be any kind of thing. Gang initiation shit. It could be anything. They're looking. I don't know. 
Why is it hard for people to stay home? Okay. All right, so enough of that. Enough of that. Now, there's entirely too much spending going on in our government. Now, we chose Biden because we wanted to get away from what was going on in the Trump era. Me personally, I hate that Trump got himself in a whole lot of trouble <clears throat> because if he was the president, I truly believe we will see uh, prosperity and uh, we will see a much more efficient government. I should say it like that. But fortunately, you know, you see, when you when you get money, money changes people. When you're around uh, money and this and that and the other, it changes people. And it's sad what happened to Trump. It's sad because he didn't have to do all that. He could have just been presidential like you're supposed to be and just run the country. It's really sad how the politicians do how they do when they get up there on Capitol Hill. It's sad because you and I, we've been waiting for so damn long. We are actually waiting right now as we speak. Like, when is somebody going to come along and then we just say, I have some really good news about the government and things that's going on or, or, or uh, the way it's ran? Because it makes no sense that, first of all, you have all these different parties. That doesn't make sense to me. You got the Democrats over here, you got the Republicans over here, you got the liberals up there, over there, and you got the, the, the conservatives up there, and then you got the, uh, you know, I just, you know what, everybody wants an extra piece of candy, right? That's all it is, they want an extra piece of candy. Instead of just saying, hey, we were voted to be up here for a reason. What we are witnessing here is communities up here on Capitol Hill. But like I said, money changes things. When people get around money, somebody always wants the extra $10, don't they? Or 20. This man just spent another one point something billion dollars. Are we trying to uh, go into receivership? Is the United States going to go into receivership? I'm just saying, you tell me, what do you think? Do you feel really good about our government right now? I'm waiting for somebody to tell me the answer because I should have held on. You just passed all these four, five, six, seven different stimulus packages. This is why everything is up right now. This is why the gas price is high. The groceries. That's why I got to pay $10 for a 1.5 liter of ice cream. 1.5 liter. $7.99. Plus some doggone ice cream. Give me a break. Is that crazy? Okay. What is that called? Inflation. Recession. And then this year they're predicting layoffs. Happy New Year. Good. Well, you know what? I didn't hear I didn't hear 
and uh, during the Christmas holidays, you know, back in the day, they used to say, good will towards men. Good will towards men. You don't hear that anymore, do you? You don't hear that anymore. <laughs> you, <don't, laughs> you Do you hear that, Rick? Remember that good will towards men? He said, hell no. He doesn't hear it. <laughs> you don't hear it anymore. There's entirely too much spending going on. It doesn't make sense. So I'm going to end this one. Uh, you know, be strong in 2023. Uh, move on to your plans and, 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 and do what you have to do to survive. Um, you know what? I might be having hot dogs and potatoes for dinner. <laughs> I think that's, what's, that, that's going to be my dinner tonight. Hot dogs and potato chips. Because we have to scale back so much and peel back so much. You know, the OJs wrote a song called The Rich Get Richer and the Poor Get Poor. And then the, some of the lyrics say, the people who live on the hill have no time for the ghetto. They're, and they're letting you know in the song, whatever happens up here affects the bottom. And the bottom affects you. So maybe we should work on that in 2023. I don't know who we're going to vote for, y'all. I have no idea who the hell we're going to vote for. Maybe I'll just run. But then they won't like me because... I'm not, I don't want to go along with this same old mess. I don't want to go along with that. I want to hopefully make things right and fix it. We're waiting for true leadership. And nobody seems to be doing it. They just can't seem to damn have a grip on their own personal feelings. So go out and enjoy the day. Shake hands with your neighbor, and uh, we'll see you next time around, okay? This is Media Suicide, Eric Jackson. Have a great day.